0: Hello everyone and welcome to Helix Cloud Games, my name is Richie and joining me this week is the host of Talking the PS, at CyberChris2077,
1: Mr. Chris. I've been expecting you. That's terrible, my previous ones. I've spent all week going back and forth with these guys. Forza <laughs> doesn't work with anything, I've thought some people put stuff in. I'm just going to default back to, hello everyone.
0: What you can't see is behind him is just loads of scrumpled up bits of paper where he's just been writing down. No, that doesn't right work. Right away, Damn it. It doesn't work. that doesn't and work. Damn let's it. see if he can remember his homework this week, Mister
2: Rob. Crackdown, hello, is a game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was Forza like last week. I asked you like they just just stay off, just randomly say Forza in the most awkward way you could do.
2: Yeah, like Crackdown was the only one I could think of.
0: Yeah. But we've got a great show lined up for you this week. We'll be talking about Xbox um, Cloud Gaming expanding even further, more news on the Project Keystone and the inevitable demise of it, and Minecraft turning into a soccer game. All that and much, much more on this week's X Pass. <laughs> Before we get into it, if you haven't already like the video and subscribe to the channel or your podcast feed of choice with notifications switched on so you kept in the loop here with all our great content at Helix Cloud Games, such as Talking the PS, where we break down all the news happening in the Sony era era. In so the Sony area the of era gaming. Of the blue station. era. <laughs> the blue era is over. This is now talk this is now X Pass. It's all about the green. Another green show is Cloud Quest, our Cloud Gaming Topical Discussion Show every single Friday. And also our live streams where last week Chris was playing Pentiment. We'll be talking a bit about that later though. So, gentlemen, before we get into it, um, have you been playing anything interesting this week? Chris, I'll start with you.
1: Ooh, um, I've been, of course, playing God of War Ragnarok, but we won't go into that on this particular show. Um, I played Pentiment, as you mentioned. Do you want me to get into Pentiment here? or We can go for a here if you want. You can go for it here, yeah, uh, yeah. Check out Pentiment, of course. Just came out on straight to X-Pass from Obsidian, so the same folks who did like um, Fallout New Vegas back in the day it was kind of probably the, the top tier one. And um, they've also recently put out Grounded into its full kind of full release thing. So it's really, really at the moment, um, it seems to be that Obsidian are kind of basically pulling the weight for Microsoft. It would appear with. What they're putting out, and I don't know how the studio's doing it, but they've got so much stuff. They've already announced Out of Worlds, Outer Worlds Two, uh, Avowed, I think, is due out early next year as well, which is the kind of uh, the medieval fantasy one. Eh. When I played of it, I played it for like an hour and a half, and it's not for me. It's I jumped into it because it was getting ten out of ten reviews, like loads of people saying, "How is this not in Game of the Air conversation?" After playing an hour and a half, it's a two D story-driven puzzle game, I guess, where you read through... You're inside basically a a, a hand-drawn world, or painted world, I guess, illustrated. And you meet a bunch of characters in like uh, 15th century France, Germany, Europe. And you meet a bunch of characters, the local abbot of the abbey, and a bunch of farmers and characters in the village. And you build relationships, you start to create your character, who's a guy who looks like he's been travelling around Europe... He's a painter, he works in the scriptorium, which was a learn, a word I did learn from the game. And uh yeah, it's some kind of story unraveling. But after an hour and a half, I was like, I'm not really seeing how this is getting ten out of ten game of the year recommend. Like again, I'm playing God of War Ragnarok at the same time, so I've got it's very polarizing game genres and styles. But just yeah, didn't do it for me. The first looks up on the channel and um
0: yeah, I mean, I Don't it, don't
1: recommend it, I guess, which is weird to say for a ten out of ten game from all these outlets. But from from anyone who knows my taste from watching our other shows, it's not up my street to say the least. art style looked great. I'm sure it's fun, but when I'm looking at it thinking, do I want to go back to Ragnarok or do I want to spend more hours playing this? No. No, quite frankly.
0: Yeah, I mean the game's director um, Josh Sawyer has said that he wouldn't even considered like like pitching Pentiment. If it wasn't for Game Pass, because it's such an unusual and niche concept, so I, I wonder if it's just one of them games where, like, it maybe has a slow burn, but the more you get into the story, they go, oh, there's something really special here that maybe needs a bit more than an hour or two to get hmm. get there. that I haven't played the game, so that's just. There's, I mean, when it's getting quite a lot of tens, nines, and tens, there's got to be something there. It just doesn't seem like mm. you've found what that special something yep.
1: is. I mean, it may be in the next like half an hour of playing, because like realistically, I only gave it one hour and a half of my time, which isn't that much. But when you've got so many games to play right now and a whole library of Game Pass, it's like, right, if it's not clicking for me after an hour and a half, what what's yeah. it got to do?
0: I mean, in- interestingly. um, while I was researching for this show, like *Pentiment*, um, I brought I brought looked up the Metacritic scores and it's doing well. It's eighty six at the time of writing. Um, from the critics, user reviews is only six point six, and it seems to be getting review bombed a bit. At the time of right recording, there's a hundred and four positive reviews, two mixed, and forty nine negative. So I don't. It just feels like there's a bit me. of a battle. <laughs> <laughs> going on, on a Metacritic between like users who love the game and users who hate it, Right. there's a lot of zeros, and that's why I think it's probably getting review-bombed. When you see a lot of zeros, like I can guarantee it's not a 0 out of 10 game. It might not be a game that's for you, like you don't think it's for you, Chris, but a 0 out of 10 game is something absolutely horrendous that has no business existing. I doubt that this is the case.
2: Mm. Is there like a woman character in it or something? Cause that's that's what tends to happen with like zero or ten. Rated I think games. because it's like... it's,
0: a, it's from what it's basically almost like a visual novel. Like yep. you're playing through a story. There's a lot of reading involved. So basically, oh. it's about it's about as far away from say Call of Duty as you can get as being still mm. like, still being a video game.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that.
0: And I think, yeah. There doesn't. There's nothing of I've, when I see like when I like to read re, read like um, review when games get review bombed to see what the actual criticisms are. And there's just there's barely anything more substantial in people's comments other sort of, than like, bro, what is this garbage? It's not. There's <laughs> they're not saying anything insightful or critical. It's just that's why I think it's being review bombed. It's just like this is like not for you. So. Uh, moving on, Rob. Playing anything interesting?
2: I mean, for my de- definition, yes, because I'm getting really good at chivalry too now. Like, we're going to do another live stream of it, and I'm going to carry you, carry you both. But I'd,
1: I'd say I'm you can getting, do it next week because I'm I'm actually not here. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting class at that game. Well,
0: you know what? I'll be willing to jump back in.
1: Yeah. I'll carry you, Richie. Now, before you go jumping too hastily and back into the world of Chivalry 2, not that I would deny you guys enjoying more time in Chivalry 2, the week I'm away, Battlefield 2042 drops on Game Pass. I know it's in okay, the news, but, yeah. but just, just oh, okay. say, yeah, just say. Yeah,
0: sorry, Rob, we're playing Battlefield.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's pick a game where I'm just completely trash at instead. <laughs> I'm
0: completely <laughs> trash at it as well. Back, back to do. standard
2: programming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. We can play Chivalry 2 another day. Let us know in the comments. In fact, I'll put, I'm going to put it out to the comments section here. Battlefield or Chivalry? Let us know.
2: No, no, no don't do that. Put it as, like, do you want to, like, option A is, like, battlefield. Okay, and let's then... put it this
0: way. Do you want Rob to suffer or not? Let us know in the comments below.
2: Yeah. Option B is see Rob, like, merc some fools in Chivalry 2. That, that has to be <laughs> the exact wording. Make some fools. You know um, you are I, setting
0: yourself up here because if we play chivalry and you're not amazing, if you're not top of the leaderboard, you're, I'm just going to rip you apart. <laughs>
2: I, have, I have a billion percent confidence. Wow, that, that's, that is that's a lot confidence. of confidence. Yeah. Um,
1: I definitely want to check out Battlefield though at some point. Like I, I avoided the game because I didn't want to pay seventy pound for it back last like a year ago. It launched a year ago in such a shit state, but I think it's been. I don't think. Since Rainbow Six Siege, Richie, have we actually played a shooter on the channel? No. And that's what I'm excited so. about. We playing, kept going back to like Rainbow Six Siege. 64 player maps.
0: We kept going back to um, Siege, largely because there wasn't many shooters on Stadia. Yeah. Um, we did play Extraction. That might have been... Yeah, yeah have been in
1: January. And that was true. Yeah,
0: But also Rainbow Six, so...
1: Yeah, very true. Um, what have you been playing, Richie?
0: Mainly just God of War. I have just bought Pokemon Violus i've heard mixed things but i was i was going to buy it anyway and i had some money from my birthday so i was like yeah okay. we'll buy it we'll, we'll pick it up i don't know when i'll start playing gets delivered tomorrow yeah but i might play a bit over the weekend but probably i'll probably wait till after god of war
1: has anyone because i have installed it is anyone going to check out uh dune spice wars for pc that just launched this week
0: uh, it's,
2: it's while I'm on my list, which yeah. I, but I feel like it's going to suffer from being on the list forever. Mm, that's that's my worry with that game.
1: Because I know nothing of Dune. I haven't read the books. I haven't seen the movies, even though I know I'll enjoy them. But I saw the game and I was like, God, it's been so long since I played an RTS, especially a, a brand new one, like never played before. I'm Because I've got... Mm. My PC installs literally are Command & Conquer, Roller Coast Tycoon, Battle for Middle Earth 2, now Doom Spice Wars... An uh, Age of Empires, so you can kind of see the yeah, the type thinking. of PC games that <laughs> so, I play at the and, moment. Yeah, it came out this week.
0: At the moment, my PC in- game installs are Age of Empires, Age of Empires, Age of Empires, and Football Manager.
2: Interestingly enough, I like I really upgraded my PC to like like the thirty eighty and like kind of like a, an i seven pro- processor and stuff, and I've played Yuri's Revenge most. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a good game, though. Yeah. You have, like,
0: one of the best gaming PCs money you can buy. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Isn't that not just PC gaming through and through, though? Yeah. Like, you always yeah. spend way beyond your means for yeah, what just, you actually want to play. But yeah. think the of how is, many like,
2: frames you're getting, Rob. Do you know Do you know what spending money on a, a good PC can't get you? What? It can't get you to escape from capitalism in the one place <laughs> left. Space. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, indeed, I bet, them, I bet them Tesla coils look fantastic. Oh yeah, in all that resolution, Elon Musk they're, missed yeah. the trick there with Tesla dumbed. coils, didn't
0: he? That's the thing. Like the the size of the assets is the size of the assets. You can't mm-hmm. just suddenly make them better, more detailed yeah. than they are. Ray yeah, Richard, I am yeah. I am
2: formally requesting that you put the Tim Curry um, space clip space clip over the. Um, Make a note in the
0: dock. Make a note in the time dock. Because okay. I am not and gonna edit minutes. this till tomorrow so I'll forget if you don't make a note of it.
1: I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space
2: Before we get into the news actually, this is completely off tangent, but there's a fantastic compilation of, of Tim Curry like basically laughing during delivering all of his lines for the for the Red Alert series. And you can just, like, the most amazing thing is, he's laughing in every single one, and that was still the best take we got <laughs> that.
1: So definitely check that out. There you go. It's in the doc, Richie. Oh. Tim Kerry shouting space from Command & Conquer Red L- Alert. <laughs> it's not space. It's space. With lots of H's. There you go. Yeah. I've updated the doc.
0: I don't know why I'm trying to compose myself. It's Chris who's going to introduce us to the...
1: Oh, that would be, should I say it like Tim (laughs) Carey? The excellent, I don't know how to do it. The excellently exuberant excavated Xbox Expose, Mm. a.k.a. The News. We've all had a few drinks, by the way, at the time. I've had one. (laughs) I've had three rums at this point.
0: As always, our news is brought to you by our Helix Heroes, which you can join for as little as 99p that gives you early access to CloudQuest, early access to Top the PS, and custom emojis. F- shout out to our two newest Helix Heroes. Uh, two newest Helix Heroes. One drink,
1: you say? Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, James Middleton and Shirova Ingi. Thank you very much for joining. But first story of the week, Xbox is suspending millions of accounts. So Xbox Transparency... Transparency. I can't talk anymore. Xbox transparency report reveals up to four point eight, four point seven eight million accounts were proactively suspended in just six months. The report contains data regarding player reports and protective action taken by Microsoft to protect the gaming platform's user base. Damn.
2: Do you think they're getting scared of like what's happening at Twitter and all the advertisers pulling out because it's not getting moderated anymore? So like Microsoft's like with their kind of bing up. Ad platform are just like, no, by the way, guys, we're still moderating things, just we're on it, just know. It. Uh,
1: um, I, I think it comes from so Phil Spencer and, and the, the wider team have been quite vocal, I'd say, in the last 18 or so months about cleaning up online toxicity. And when it comes to a lot of their bigger titles, I'm sure they see it a lot in the Halo chat rooms and stuff, just like. Trolls and shit talking and abuse and racism and everything like that, and they've they've done a lot using Microsoft's uh, AI programs to combat it and pick out obviously when keywords are said and such and flag them as as problematic accounts. And evidently, four point seven eight million assholes out there apparently, who they give gamers a bad rap, and we've we've all been there, right? We've all been in the Call of Duty lobbies of oh, those, those dumb just lobbies, yeah. yeah. And it it just takes so much out. it. we've got a lot of friends. Uh, we've, we know a few uh, female games as well who, who play like the likes of like Valorant, Valorant and stuff. And they just constantly highlight some absolute pricks out there online. And I think it's it's good that Microsoft are like so proactive. But it, it really just goes to show you four point seven eight million. Like that's yeah. not a drop in the water.
0: I mean. The report breaks down some numbers a bit further. I'm reading from The Verge here. A further breakdown of the data reveals 199,000 proactive enforcement taken by Xbox involving adult sexual content, 87,000 mm. for fraud, 54,000 for harassment or bullying. I'm guessing it goes further, but the numbers, further numbers aren't listed because that definitely doesn't come up to like 7, um, 7, 8 million. But just just the kind of stuff you're saying, like a lot. Of, I wonder if like the sexual content and stuff is. I'd imagine mainly like adult, psych bots and stuff. We get them on YouTube all the time when we do. Every time we do a live stream, I can guarantee <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to block some at least one. Yeah. One set of posts.
1: I got one during Pentiment. I think I was yeah. just doing the introductions and we got into it. Bear in mind, this is like 15th century. Medieval France, and it's popping up in the chat saying like "18 girls online dot net sign up here," and it's like, what, what the hell? How do, how do you algorithmically find yourself to this video right now? <laughs> it's so west, it's so it'll, weird. But yeah, it'll
0: just be automated bots, and because we're live, they'll just go straight to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I do think obviously it's an ongoing problem, and and we three have the benefit of not really fitting into a, a, a class that would impact us that much. Like we're not. Female, like my, my right. gamer tag name doesn't represent it, that I'm a girl. So when I'm in Call of Duty, like clicking heads, there's people going like, oh, get back in the kitchen and all shit like that. It's mm-hmm. it, well, like it, That's not a problem that we've had to put up with. But again, like shout out to Microsoft for like being so proactive in anything along these lines.
0: I, I mean, the reality is we are free white guys in our early 30s. Like in terms of discrimination, we don't get any.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Fuck but, you, Richie. Fuck you too.
2: <laughs> I'm going to drop you all voice notes to Xbox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, will get, you'll
1: be added to the pile, yeah. Rob. We'll get yeah. you, we'll get you. Yeah, yeah our abuse that... is purely friendly. I
0: must send, admit, send um, when I used to actually back in the day when it was doing like the modern warfare one days and the Call of Duty World at War days, I used to actually mm. play a lot of Call of Duty online, and one of the things that soured me on. Online gaming just generally was just the toxic communities, the gatekeeping, and the abuse you'd get. It's like, I just want to
1: play a bloody game. Like, yeah, yeah you have you, one douche
2: one- earning 20% more <laughs> than average
1: kill to death ratio. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I think that is what, like, I, I think we all used to play college of Duty so, so much. And that was one of the things, like, if your friends weren't online and you just jumped into a lobby on your own as soon as like the audio goes live in that lobby and you can just hear there's some arsehole playing music in the background, there's someone shouting too loud, you can hear kids or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then there's always just co- some people just talking shit, or it's so relevant, and like you either mute them all, so then you're playing silently on your own, or as you mentioned, you do one one wrong thing, and like you, they hate you, they're going to hunt you down, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're DMing you and saying, like you were shit that game, you haven't even played this game before, and it's like, I don't come here mm-hmm. for that, like it's... it's yeah,
2: get there was, there was always one guy who was like blasting "Bangarang" by skillet, like Skrillex <laughs> through the mic for the entire thing.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, I previously actually dabbled in some MOBAs like League of Legends and um, Dota, Smite, and every single one I tried, I stopped playing for the exact same reason: where you are not allowed to not be good in them games. Despite the fact there is ranked servers and normal servers, mm. so I'm not. If you're playing on a normal server, you're going to get mixed in with people whose profile level is level one, but you're not okay. allowed to be bad. And it just it's like, why would I want to get good at this game when the people playing it are just horrendous?
1: Well, we saw it in Chivalry 2 the other week. We were playing in the beginning server. And there was some mm-hmm. people in there who were like top rank, and it was like, yeah. "Why are you in here?" <laughs> just absolute I mean, it's, cannon. It's fodder. weird
2: for that game as well because there's no degree of competitiveness to it. Mm. Like the teams are always unbalanced in that game towards the attackers, just because that's what makes it fun. Mm. And like, that's kind of why I like it a bit because no one really gives you shit if you do dumb stuff. Yeah. Whereas like yeah. I don't like other online games. You're allowed where, like, to team-based. be bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the the biggest takeaway from all this is there's obviously it's 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 able to capture millions of them, rightly so, and I think it's just it's it's good for future proofing the platform because you've got to imagine there's a lot of people out there, kids especially, who they have an Xbox and they play these. Like, let's face it, we've all played things without our parents knowing in the wrong age demographic. We went to a movie, we listened to music, whatever, we swear that kind of thing. And I think gaming's kind of opened up to such a younger audience now. And I have friends who've got children who are like maybe nine, ten year old and they're playing Call of Duty and they're playing Fortnite with their friends. Mm -hmm. And I think anything to deter people from like using types of language or um, suggestive language and stuff towards anyone, I think the fact that it's getting nipped in the bud like so proactively, I think is a great thing because I think gaming should be from everyone and everything that can be. And I just think, yeah, I don't want to sit because, to, like, we weren't exposed to it until we were teenagers, like adults. Like, we were aware of like asshole being an asshole online. That's mm. we've kind of been conditioned to expect that. Yeah, little Timmy out there, pure innocent little Timmy, never heard a swear word in his life, just jumping into a Fortnite lobby and hearing some people drop the n words, swear words, all that must be like, what, what in the hell? Like, what yeah. a torrent of abuse to get as a twelve-year-old for. Yeah not being good at the game because you're 12 and you just wanted to jump in and put your Spider-Man skin on and run around and build a fort. <laughs> like, and also, as a, not as a parent, parent
2: how do you say, like, oh, no, you can't play this game that all mm. your friends play because, yeah. like, there's, yeah. you're exposed to this? Because, like, then if, you just become a pariah as a parent.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. poor little Timmy going to his mom and dad going, what does bastard mean? <laughs> like, just, <laughs> I've got to deal with this now. Well, that's this podcast getting the explicit tag. Um, (laughs) I I don't think any kids watch this content.
0: Um, um, But I think one of the biggest things you mentioned is uh, being proactive. So reading a few more numbers, between July and December 2021, there was 461,000 proactive enforcements and 2.24 million reactive ones. Fast forward to January to June this year, it's 478 million proactive and 2.3 2.53 million reactive so the reactive numbers are roughly the same but microsoft have been a lot it's a lot like 10 times more proactive mm. about this stuff and i think it's a good step yeah personally. that's
2: where the, the ai assistance comes in right because there's Absolutely. no way they can yeah. achieve that scale without like oh this is not people manual looking manual methods
0: there'll be there might be a lot of things they'll probably have certain tiers of how they get flagged where some of them go for man, manual review or oh, there'll be some things where if you're saying these words, you're just done.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is good so, strike one.
0: Yeah. I'm not, did you say what? Did you say, like, what, Chris?
1: It's strike like,
0: one. Oh, strike one. If I said, like, what? I was, like, as if you asked me to say one of the bad words. No, no, like, just, like, no, strike one. Wait, do not say them words. Well, strike two, you're um, out. Right. We should do um, that
2: thing where, like, we just, like, say something completely random and just put, like, lots of bleeps, uh, even though we're not saying anything. It just, it's just sounds that like we're... Nobody I'm ever not
0: going to do that because I'll forget to edit it in. You've already given me extra editing to do. Just,
2: just bleep all that stuff now, Richie.
0: Banana. Banana. Moving on um, to Project Keystone now. And unfortunately, we were, it looks like it might be even further off than we thought um, because apparently one of the reasons the idea was shelved was not just not just because, like, all things like smart TVs and Samsung gaming hub like taking precedence. Apparently, they had a target idea of how much it should cost, and they were nowhere near ma- matching it. Unfortunately,
1: that's unfair. I mean,
2: yeah, like the po- the price point they were hoping to hit was like ninety nine to 100, well, 129 dollars. 120, yeah, yeah, which puts it puts it kind of like. Dangerously close to like the. Um,
0: it's too close like, to Series S.
2: Yeah, the Series S, and like, considering the fact that most of it's gonna like most of the functionality is gonna be bundled in with basically most TVs sold in the future, like mm. its existence kind of like is shaky at best. And if it can't hit the price point, then fair yeah. enough, really. I don't like I mean, to see tech cancelled, but
0: if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense though. Yeah. It, yep. it sucks for people who are only interested in cloud gaming and don't want to pay a lot of money for the for the box and the TV. But, well, the reality is you would be paying a lot of money for the box and the TV with this deal and getting arguably a lesser experience than if you bought a Series S. Yeah. Or at least a more restricted experience. But it makes yeah. you wonder also, how the Google managed it with the Chromecast.
1: Well, that, that's kind of it, isn't it? It's like, what was this console... Box streaming box, keystone actually doing to merit that because yeah you can pick up a chromecast with google tv or a fire stick for like sub 50 quid in black friday sales mm-hmm. and that does all your tv shit and at the time recording still does stadia but eventually you'd like to think again we've said before on cloud quest i think it was just put the xbox app on chromecast and you run to a winner on millions of devices already. So yes, if you can R and D this to a, a reasonable price for you, then just put your put your stuff on other things. Like we've seen it with the Samsung TVs, like they're going to have Xbox pass um, God, I won't do that so many times Xbox Cloud Gaming on them built in. So just if this was if it's out the door, then yeah, just double down on like shared commitments, partnerships, and such.
2: Yeah, I guess the only argument for it is like some latency from input control, but it's that's certainly not gonna justify a mm. hundred and thirty dollar price tag. Especially yeah. seeing as though Microsoft's taking like big losses on the series S as it is. You don't want yeah, another yeah. bit of hardware where they have to lose money on.
1: Yeah. I mean if they're looking at like a hundred to hundred and thirty dollars, you've got to imagine like fifty of that is the controller alone. Like Presumably, mm-hmm. that's going to be bundled well, in because if you don't I have was, the controller with it, it's, you can't do anything, can you?
0: I, to be honest, I was working on the assumption that this was the price for Keystone and not for a controller.
1: But you can't need one, right? If mm. you're
0: saying sixty dollars of that is controller, then you immediately drop half in the price, and then it is in getting in line with Chromecast prices. Yeah.
1: But then this is where they might have looked at and thought, like for one, for like for a hundred, which like feasibly we said Chromecast about fifty quid or Fire Stick fifty quid xbox controller about 50 quid there's your 100 pound to one hundred and twenty nine right there so i guess microsoft are probably approaching it going can we sell this product without a controller bundled in and i i don't think they can yeah no, I, it's, just, I it's agree. a weird I product isn't it yeah because then you're going to get people who will inevitably buy it and go hmm got it home can't play anything why because you're missing the controller so it, it's too much of a risk to launch it, i think without but it's also. It, again yeah
2: if it's not bundled in. Like so, say like the the one two nine is just for the the keystone. Yeah. Add the controller in. That's what, hundred eighty, hundred ninety dollars. The series S is like an extra hundred, and you get like a, a console. Which yeah. yeah.
0: I think as well. There's also something to be said of this device would clearly have a, a certain level of obsolescence. Like it's not going to be like, oh, this might be obs- obsolete in ten, fifteen years realistically these might be just done in five depending as more tv manufacturers just have have things like samsung gaming hub built into them as people move on to newer generations of tv like Mm. when i buy my next tv chances are i won't need a chromecast in it so my chromecast ultra that's not my ultra the um, google tv thing that's in my tv now will probably end up in a draw It it will become basically obsolete tech Hmm. So they've probably made the decision. If we don't think we can get it easily in that price point, is it worth the development costs to continue trying to get it? Yeah. Get it in. I think
2: it's it's a bit sad because it is a cool little. I like, really product I really wanted and concept,
1: but it prob- it is the right decision. I think it seems to be. Yeah, we've got our series S now, Richie, so we can yeah. stop caring about this Keystone thing. <laughs> yeah, we don't need Phil it. Phil
0: Spencer right. just needs to stop talking about it then. <laughs>
1: Yeah, He seems right. to have done the rounds a lot this last fortnight with just like anyone yeah. and everyone who wants to interview him or podcast with him. He's like, yeah, I'm free.
0: Phil, well, were... come on. I haven't invited yet, but this is your official invite. Yeah. Let Phil know he's invited to talk on X-Pass. Whatever he so, wants to talk about.
1: Episode four. We definitely merit the head of the head of uh, Xbox, Microsoft coming yeah. on. For I think one, one would...
2: wonderful thing, and there's an interview with him in The Verge where it says like, the first line from the interview is, Phil Spencer, you are the CEO of Microsoft Gaming. It's like, yes.
0: Yes, I am. <laughs> correct. Phil Spencer, I you're the CEO of Microsoft question. Gaming. Welcome to coda. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here.
2: Yeah. Well, it's just like him telling him he's he's the CEO
1: of Microsoft Gaming, like he's forgot or something. <laughs> yeah. Interview transcripts are always a bit funny, isn't it? Especially if they're like <laughs> that- Japanese converted as well. You get some That's- dingers in there.
0: That's obviously one of them awkward things that the interview is just, I just have to say these words as part of the introduction. So anyone listening to this or reading this knows who Phil Spencer is if they don't already.
2: Then Phil Spencer gets massively offended and cuts the interview. You are the CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Yes
0: I am, we're done.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's the interview terminated. I need no introduction.
0: Yeah, well moving on. We've already mentioned the Samsung Gaming Hub but it looks like Samsung's 2021 smart TVs are getting Xbox Cloud Gaming GeForce now. So, hope backwards compatibility going on there. Yeah.
1: Again, it's a reason why you wouldn't need a keystone stick or a box because if 2021 TVs are getting backdated, this year's range of Samsung TVs has got it.
0: How far back will they go? Because I wasn't expecting this at all.
1: I don't think they'll go back. I think when they launched it, there was only like two televisions from the twenty twenty range that had it. So I think the the kind of the everyone who basically bought one back end of because again, everyone the twenty twenty one models will have been the hot discount items this year. Mm. So most people who probably bought a TV throughout 2022 were actually buying the 2021 model. So I think what Samsung did with the gaming hub is kind of pissed off everyone who bought like spent hundreds and hundreds of pounds, possibly thousands, on a TV in the last seven, eight months, which is why I think them retroactively going back is a smarter move because I think word of mouth is better than probably what they would have done just pushing the 2022 models. However, going forward... Like we've said it many times, which on Sounds of Stadia podcast, CloudQuest, is that smart TVs, I think that's the next big step for them. They've, they've sold us on 4K for years now. We get it. It's a buzzword. Mm-hmm. Every damn TV you sell is 4K. Then they had all the smart features. Oh, you can get Apple TV and Netflix built in so you don't need a streaming stick. That was the next generation. These TV companies are like kind of fumbling around the dark now looking for what the next big buzzwords are. Yeah. And it's clear that gaming content built in is that next big step and i think xbox obviously in you know, or not, the stadia where <laughs> lunar are and then there's nvidia art. and i think yeah i think once we see maybe playstation make that jump over and it starts to become all of the big players have a have a foot in the pool that's when probably from like 2023 2024 onwards it's just going to be standardized and any tv you buy from that point onward will have gaming as part of its kind of core strategy It'd be yeah. good if anyone's in the market for a TV like you are, Richie. Then it's it's the best time for you as a, both a gamer and someone who's looking at maybe a new TV. You're getting more value for your money by just having these inherently installed.
3: Yeah. How cool something... would
2: it be to have like an Xbox button just on your TV remote? Yeah, you just press that would be that. awesome. And just, yeah, there.
3: yeah.
0: That there's something to be said for as well. Actually, you mentioned that it was for 4K f- shoving that down your throat resolutions hit the I think already hit the point of diminishing returns the mm-hmm. next big jump up from 4k you're probably not actually going to notice that much of a difference despite no. yeah. the the sheer processing power required to make that upgrade so mm-hmm. it just doesn't it no longer makes sense and that's why things like hdr is becoming more impress important and um, things like higher frame refresh rates rate, yeah. refresh rates and stuff like that that are becoming more important. Power how do consumption. We have, how do we have more features? <laughs> the biggest one right now. I, honestly, I, I think that might be the next generation of TVs, the biggest thing they're pushing for, like more eco-friendly, while also maintaining the same level of performance. Mm. Because we've hit a point where, I think, in TVs where, yeah, again, the difference between 4K and 8K, unless you're going to incredibly huge TVs, is just not going to be noticeable.
2: Yeah, no, not at all.
0: Do people want bigger TVs? And you can already get. Do you need something bigger than like a seventy-inch TV in your living room?
2: Yeah, especially now when this like the average size of a house is shrinking. Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense for like the the size of the TV to to go up, does it? Yeah, yeah we're so, always going to
1: hit that saturation point, and it? it's been like that with mobile phones for quite some time. Where I think at the moment they're just like they're glorified rectangles. Like they're all just a rectangle that does the same shit, albeit slightly better than last year's iteration. But the bells and whistles, like camera fidelity is so good and battery life. I guess battery life's the one thing that the tech still needs to improve on. But when it comes to TVs, like phones, they're just glorified rectangles. Like they've done the same shit for mm-hmm. decades now, but it's just about refining it. But I think you're right, Richard, like diminishing returns. Like if you're a TV manufacturer, like year on year, people keep their TVs longer. They have better. Like I've got two LG 4K TVs that I think I paid about 499 in like a Black Friday sale. I have no interest in replacing them for like years to come now. So Mm -hmm. if I am a TV maker, that's bad business for them because I'm not in the market for another half a decade. However, if it's got gaming built in, that might pique my interest to maybe think, you know what? Instead of getting an Xbox, I might just buy a TV with Xbox built in. It's a weird thing where
0: all tech has kind of become annualized in terms of the releases. So. So Samsung needs to bring out a t- new TV every single year. That is what's expected of them, which means the marketing execs at Samsung need to figure out a way of selling a new TV every year, mm-hmm. which means you have to come up with both words. like you need to find that thing that will get it. Gaming seems to be the one they've latched onto, which for probably for good reasons, because mm. it's the biggest entertainment
1: industry in the world right now. Remember 3D TVs? Mm. Yeah. Oh. Then we got curved TVs. It's yeah. just it's just a thing, is it? But then that's the optics of like being you have to be current. If you're not current, like two year phone contracts are now trade your phone in anytime, and it's like it has to be. Like if you don't have the latest shit, you ain't cool.
0: Yeah, I don't care about that anymore. Well, uh, again,
1: our age demographic doesn't, but the up and coming audiences who are now starting to get like full time jobs and have cash to burn, like ex, like not that much because of inflation and depress <laughs> depression and stuff. <laughs> uh, depression, not depression. What's the word I'm thinking of? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Great Depression recession. Recession. That's the word. Yeah. Recession, depression. It's a whole part of the same shit show that is that is the world right now. But yeah, in terms of it, they they you need to be constantly like promoting and talking. Like I feel like every time a new product's launched, before you even really thought about, it, there's like next year's iteration is being talked mm-hmm. about and promoted. It's yeah. just never end cycle, and that's that's just marketing World well, one though.
0: We're not that far off from, like the Pixel is the Pixel Seven out now.
1: Seven is the seven yeah, Pro isn't. I'm
0: still using knowing. my Pixel Four XL and it's absolutely fine. And I've, I look at that rectangle and go, I don't know why I'd need to upgrade this. And it's one of them. The camera is so good in this phone that if I needed better, I should probably be looking at professional camera equipment, realistically. Like that's how good. No, anyway, that's a, s- a side point. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I was just reading. Really, we're now talking about phones and an Xbox podcasts. Let's just move on. Um, Remember Microsoft
1: small- phones, Windows phones,
0: um, everything as well. Y- yeah, but
1: you well, know what? We'll, also- never get the,
2: we'll never get the Microsoft sponsorship if we start talking you, about that.
1: You know what? Windows phones, I know you're trying to get away from it, Richie, but they had an Xbox app built in, in mobile phone games on them phones got you, like, Microsoft points and achievement points. And because it was all part of, like, the Windows Live tile system, it worked and was built in really, really well. It's just a shame that no one supported it <laughs> and yeah. it failed. But
0: I mean, talk about Windows Live. Did you know that um, Xbox Live is now twenty years old? Oh, it's a small story, but I think it's worth honouring these sort of milestones.
1: Yeah,
2: my my first experience in online gaming was um, with uh, with X like the original Xbox, and I played um, Project Gotham Racing two. Oh.
1: Nothing to do with Batman, which confused the hell out of me back in yeah, the day. Yeah, I, was, I, was <laughs> I
2: think that's why my mum bought it, because she knew a bit about Batman and stuff like that. But, There's um, no
1: Batmobile in this game. What the hell, man? <laughs> like, yeah, that but really? that was my
2: first experience with on- online gaming. And I'm so sad that I lost my original Xbox account, because I'd have got like a special 20 or even like a 19 year old badge for it. Oh, but wh- alas. Were
0: you. Were you um... Posting sexual content on message boards and got <laughs> <Every day>. banned.
2: <laughs> no, Every I was just day. waiting for like the little the little
1: kids to to abuse. Dude, this, um, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't, don't follow other.
0: up sexual content with little kids, Rob.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, they were definitely going to get demonetized and some. Way. Yeah, yeah, like. But I too. think Xbox Live, like what, like shout out to a service that essentially embraced the internet mm. and it got rid of essentially land parties and it disconnected you from the physical being connected like locally and just introduced like holy shit I can just play with all of my friends from home online just like this and obviously it launched in the perfect time with Halo 2 mm-hmm. and then that just that not only exploded the world of Halo and a multiplayer online but it just well, yeah it, what a thing man revolutionised yeah I
0: think it's not only was this a pivotal moment in Xbox it was a pivotal moment in gaming in general I, I mean online gaming was always in the PC sense but the popularity of consoles just never had it. it this is the reason why you can't get couch co-op games anymore
1: it xbox is, live yeah. yeah killed it yeah.
2: i have no idea how my um copper wire internet connection handled the uh
1: the xbox live but it did apparently lag <laughs> lots of lag <laughs> ping signing in just oh, I remember entering a lobby and you generally had to wait forever but just like it to find other yeah. people and get connected, and then you'd load in, it was like matchmaking everyone up together. And yeah, what a time! What a time!
0: I mean, moving on to the next story, and um, not everything Microsoft does lo- um works out well. They accidentally lowered the price of Forza Horizon from $200 to less than $1. <laughs> this sales, Bargain. no, it's already been fixed, but I just found it hilarious. <laughs>
1: black friday deal right there yeah. yeah
2: i mean someone's been fired over that definitely <laughs> yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah apparently it was about it came to to you could get falls horizon four and five for 61 pence
2: Do that's can, a deal i don't know like what mistype or typo must have occurred for like this to happen because it's not like it's it, it was supposed to be like i don't know five percent and like I don't know like how it happened and how many people it had to go through before it got published live. Yeah, and it just still just happened. The nearest well, thing, uh,
1: the nearest thing I can think is it was supposed to be discounted down to ninety nine dollars, and it's gone down as ninety nine percent instead. Maybe yeah. And that it's been like, seems oh, like something that could have happened. Yeah. Like someone you know, just percentage
0: completely messed up the br- messed up the brief. <laughs> Honestly, it's like. I can really,
2: I can really imagine like the the horror that someone had because they'll have looked in like their dashboard and they'll have said like, "Oh, amazing! Like five hundred thousand sales. What's the revenue?" Tenner. (laughs) Five hundred dollars. (laughs) What? And there'll have been like a sheer dread come over somebody on that one.
1: Yeah, especially because these premium editions are designed to take the hard core and make money because, like, realistically, you Mm get farter with Game Pass. So millions of people who play Forte, they ain't paying a penny for this outside of the subscription. So these bundles are designed for like your hardcore people. And when, like you said, most of your sales are coming through at, what was it, 69p or something? 69p, yeah. Yeah, nice. But at the same time, yeah, you must look at that and go, oh, shit, that was our chance to rake some money in in a sale, and we've undercut ourselves by Mm. a lot. Yeah, it's probably a big player booster. Mm, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah.
0: It's probably one, as you mentioned, Rob, there'll be someone sat there looking at the sales. It's probably one of their moments go, oh, my God, that's selling really, that's selling really well. It's like, Hang on a sec. That's selling way too well.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's like, this is selling suspiciously well. What went wrong? What went wrong? Yeah. You're making me paranoid about my like the Black Friday stuff I'm managing now because I'm thinking, God, <laughs> I hope there's no typo anywhere. <laughs> Just double check. Get someone
0: else to double check as well. Because sometimes you'll double check yourself and you just will not see an obvious mistake till someone points it out to you. Oh, yeah. I think that happens to us all. Um, but moving on um, now, so to Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion, we've got the tech specs. And looking pretty good, to be honest. Um, Xbox Series S, you get um, 1080p, 60 frames per second. Can't complain about that. Up to four K sixty on the Xbox Series X, PlayStation Four Pro, um four K thirty, PlayStation Five four K four K sixty. Actually, well,
2: it, you do need to download the day one patch to to get the sixty on the on the S by the looks of it.
0: Yeah, but who's realistically not yeah. downloading the day one patch?
1: First time coming to console as well. Mm-hmm. If anyone's never, a lot of people probably haven't played this because it was I PSP. So. So is this is this exciting you?
0: Um,
1: yes. Because it's well revered.
0: Yeah, it is. Like again, I I've played with Final Fantasy VII. I played I've played a lot of it over the years, the original, but I never actually ever rolled credits. So the remakes were kind of like they've come at a good time for me to go to re-experience
1: this and like the full story. Mm-hmm. So so it's as someone who's not Final Fantasy versed. Um, as I've mentioned a few times on the shows. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Is this part of the same Final Fantasy VII story? Like, I know they're usually their own entities, but then this sounds like it would be a spin-off of yeah. the Seven game.
0: This is so a PS- This is a PSP. Sp- the original one was a PSP spin-off of Final Fantasy VII. So when they've been doing the remakes, they've, s- they've decided to remake the spin-off, and which is the Reunion version is the remake version.
1: Right, that sounds good. So then for you who loved the remake version so, mm-hmm. so much, the fact that the early reviewers said you got hands on time with the game, was impressed at how the developers made the games consistent with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Does that get you excited that it's got the same like level of... You're essentially getting an additional game, part of one of your favourite games of all time, and it looks and feels consistent, which I think is the big thing here, that yeah. they've took a PSP portable game and matched it with last year's PS4 well, release.
0: I'd take the word consistent because there is some changes to the the story in Final Fantasy, the remake of Final Fantasy VII. There's things in that game that should have happened. There's one specific pivotal moment that should have happened, which has not yet happened. Right. Um, So when I I read the word consistent, I think what they've done is they'll have adapted the story of Crisis Core to be in line with the remake narrative. To not give away
1: spoilers. Potentially,
0: oh, it, it's a spoiler. Everyone knows, like it's one of the most meme spoilers of all time. I don't. I don't know. Don't tell me. It. If I, I told make, you it, you'd you know what it
1: is. Like, oh, it's like. All right. Is it took an arrow to the knee? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. no, no that's, lapsed, a that's the wrong franchise. I know, I know, I know, you know, haven't played. I, know, I yeah. know. Is it all our base? I belong to us. Yes, Not that one. it is that one. Yeah, um, see, I read consistent as in like just graphically, like they've took an oh, old that... ass game on a portable thing and made it match a PS4 remake game. Like which well, that's is gotta be that's gotta be right. expected,
0: to be honest. Like if you're remaking it, if you're remaking a PSP game and putting yeah. on PS5, you're not gonna make it look like a PSP game.
2: Yeah, I think it's a bit fair that it's got the uh, the remaster tag because it seems much mm. more like a remake. I see a lot of it, it being really reported as a remaster, and I think yeah, they're having a fight against the...
0: I'd say that's an incorrect statement, because I always see that the difference between a remaster and a, a remake is a remaster, you're taking the game that was already made and polishing it up a bit. Yeah, You're remastering it, where a remake is, you're taking the core concept of the game and building it again with yeah. modern remaking all the assets and su- and such.
2: Yeah, which I, I guess is why um, the exec producer is kind of coming out and trying to push that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. because if you hear a remaster of a PSP game, I'm expecting a PSP p- p- p game playing in at least 1080p, maybe in 4K resolution, maybe with like, patched-up audio, but ultimately it's going to effectively look and feel the same. Yeah. Where Remake is, you're making the game again. Yeah, fair point. But- Moving on now to Battlefield. Season three sets up the most radical improvements yet. So good news, Battlefield as it's about to launch the game pass on November the 22nd. I was just I was going to drop it on November there. It's like we're mid November now. It's like
1: it's four um, days away. Yeah. <laughs> it's um it's
0: four days away from where we are now. It's like tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So th- this is what's got me excited for Battlefield is that it it launched in a shit state, we know that. I was never going to pay seventy quid for it. The fact that season three, which is apparently the game starting to get back on track, it's getting more positive praise and reviews and players are enjoying it. The fact that it's going free on Game Pass, so it's gonna see a massive like boom in its player base and the game is supposedly fixed at this point. I think it sounds like a for people who've been patient or disinterested out there, it seems like a perfect time to, to jump in and play, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like it could be the
2: thing that revives the, the franchise, really, with it being on um, on Game Pass. I think that could be the thing that kind of gives it the shot in the arm which it needs. Because mm-hmm. if it gets a decent player base back from people who aren't having, as you say, drop kind of 70 quid on it, there's much more argument to, like, create more content moving forward for it as well. And so this is a nice thing about kind of um, games coming to Game Pass where, like, things are have kind of died off, can't get that new injection of player base. The same thing happened yeah. with um, Chivalry 2.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just like that second life of when you open it up to millions of players for essentially free, you are going mm. to get that influx of people who've thought, either they've never seen it before or they've just not been interested before, who suddenly go, oh, it's AAA. It's EA. It's like I've heard of Battlefield. I've maybe had my fill of Call of Duty. Or I'm just not interested in Call of Duty. I just don't have seventy quid to buy Call of Duty right now. Mm-hmm. Let's jump in and check it out. And like you said, Season One seemed to step, put them in the right direction. Season Two seemed to appease the fans quite a lot in terms of content. Season Three is promising the biggest changes yet and the biggest update yet in line with millions of players getting hands-on with it for free, it seems like a win-win for all parties. And I, I've said before in the past, I, I've loved playing Battlefield games, and Battlefield 1 in particular was, I think, the highlight. And I think they've got mm-hmm. a lot of shit the last few weeks of saying if on Steam there was more people playing Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5 than they were yeah. playing Battlefield 2042, which is like that bad, that. So the fact that this is obviously going to have an influx of millions of people, hopefully you will get it back on track. Because again, in, in yeah. all this Call of Duty Activision back and forth, Battlefield realistically has been the only real competitor and it's yeah. it's not really won any of those fights I, yet. I think Battlefield 1 was the last year when people actually said Battlefield wins against Call of Duty this year. Not in sales, but in terms of like critic reception and such.
0: Will it though cuz Call of Duty released Warzone 2.0. So and that's the thing. And that's doing I mean that's just seems like from what I've read just more Call of Duty Warzone so if you're into Call of Duty Warzone more power to you. Mm.
1: Um, 20 2042, but, yeah. not far away, as well. Like it's such not an odd, real, no. yeah. Like there's a lot of game. Like we saw Cyberpunk. It's we saw Battlefield. Years. Yeah, but that's not that far away. Like blinking, really. it'll be here, and we'll be on to X Pass episodes And I'll do the maths. 260.
0: I'm not doing the maths right now. It's it's <laughs> quarter to eleven at night. I don't want to do maths. Damn. It's 20 years. There's the maths.
1: But in a nutshell, I'm looking forward to playing this game with you guys. Yeah. So and the, do you and want us community. to play
0: it in the week when you're not here? Or do you want us to save it? Or we could do two streams of it.
1: I mean, we could do two streams, but let's face it. Let's face it. You yeah. want to catch it in the week it's popular when yeah. everyone else is playing it, and plus, Rob needs to shake off his chivalry rust with shooters yeah. and uh, get competitive <laughs> for when I come back. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like running and trying melee people all the time. I just
2: that so terrible. Why
1: is that guy on a horse? <laughs>
0: Oh. Yeah. moving on we've got a host of news from the Embracer group but we're not going to go into it in detail here, um, Volition's now under Gearbox, Risk of Reins being p- purchased, Crystal Dynamics are interested in making a legacy game, but we'll be talking about that tomorrow on Talking the PS
1: but uh what's next <laughs> sorry Just completely I, I, lost. I completely <laughs> lost my train of thought Rob, though. Rob, um, can you give me that best impression <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a uh, sing,
0: <laughs> Now I have being bullied. And they're both gonna yeah, get Well, yeah, well until
1: Xbox step in and stop giving you abuse, Richie, then it's gonna happen. Yeah. But
0: did you know that eFootball's still a thing? It's actually getting a season two around the World Cup. This is then um, the football game from Konami that is the um successor to
2: Pro Evo. I've I- never ever heard of this game.
1: Oh it's it, terrible. It's you Rob to to give you the lay of the land is obviously you you remember Pro Evo. Everyone who when yeah, we were yeah. kids was like either played Pro Evo or you played FIFA. Um Konami thought it was a great idea to ditch the brand Pro Evolution Soccer and rebrand it to eFootball and launch and it, make it as a free to play model. So which I don't disagree with the free to play model. So instead of a yearly iteration of the game, it's a platform as the football game, and every year they just put out a season pass with yeah, new okay. kits and new rosters. So they it that seems like good yeah. for the consumer rather than paying seventy quid for every year's FIFA iteration. The problem is the game launched in a shit state <laughs> and it's ruined <laughs> any kind of momentum they would have had. And evidently, season two yeah. is here after we, the season started. <laughs> what I mean of winter break now? You can't yeah, the, launch
2: badly when you're going against FIFA, can you? Like that's just not an
1: option. Even free to play, I don't think you can launch anything in today's world. Well, like if you don't hit the ground running or a broken mess, like I think gamers are just so much more attuned. To like rankings, reviews, performance more than any other industry. I just think, yeah, if you hit, if you just, fall, like we've just discussed it with Battlefield. Like, you just risk yeah. falling out, you, and FIFA is just so consistently like good enough year and year out. I've bought a Pro Evo game since PS2, so that that yeah. says a lot, and I'm a big football fan. Yeah, will you be so checking not- out eFootball? No.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no um, the reason I bring it up is one of the things that, well, f- one of the things eFootball uh, has suffered from is the c- the polish that you'd expect from a Pro Evo was clearly gone. So the like the production quality of the game is just not where you'd expect. So it's not. And also they're bringing out a World Cup mode, the eFootball International Cup Challenge event.
1: Wow. <laughs> because they don't have the rights to just call it mm. the World Cup. but you can get them. 1 billion.
0: Uh, uh, put, there's a prize pool of 1 billion e football coins.
1: Wow. <laughs> I mean, actually, Richie, this show goes live, I believe, on the day the World Cup actually starts. So, day after. Or the day after, is it? Okay. The World Cup what...
0: starts on Sunday. This goes live Monday. Oh, is it Sunday?
1: All right, okay. Yeah, Qatar can, Sunday. Can you give me your prediction for the world beating best game of all time Qatar versus Ecuador?
0: Ecuador, What's
1: your, What's
0: your
1: prediction? 2-1. I'm going 3-0 Ecuador. Rob, uh, no interest in football? What do you reckon? <laughs> uh, I'll go Qatar, just for I'll the balance. Horse Nation. Well, Rob's back in the Horse Nation. Qatar, I'm, I'm back, in, I'm back if, um, in the money. That's what Qatar I'm back have in. apparently
0: <laughs> been together. Their team's been together for like, three weeks or something now, where most, like say the England team's been together for days at this point. So
1: It's still shit, though, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Home advantage, though. <laughs> it matters. Is it home advantage? The stadiums have only they haven't even played the stadiums yet because they haven't been built, finished. I don't know, either way, we can digress into the shit yeah. show that is the World Cup. I have just such little interest in it this year. I'd rather play yeah. Minecraft football, Richie.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to bring on next. I was going to segue with something along the lines of, "Who? What do you think um, would be a better football game? Uh, e football or Minecraft?" Minecraft football sounds awful. <laughs> football, yeah, percent. Yeah. Become a pro player in this new marketplace DLC. So it's DLC for Minecraft where you can play football.
1: Um, obviously, this, this been, is the only welcome. football
2: game I'd actually play.
1: Yeah, uh, play this. If you've not played Rocket League,
2: hmm? that's not football. It, you're in a car. It,
1: it, right. It's
2: football. Right? If right when you when you guys play football on a Monday or something, right? If I rocked up in a car and started just doing donuts in the field, right? You'd have something to say about
1: it. You might have a better chance at winning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's killed the goalkeeper. I would be a loves <laughs> team. team. Um. But, I mean, yeah, Rocket League's fantastic. Have you seen Call of Duty's getting a? It's um, what was it called? I think it's just going to be called COD League or something like that. And it's it's basically basically the the vehicles in it, but Rocket League style. That's a thing. I mean,
2: I don't like this convergence of genres into one big
1: genre. <laughs> <laughs> I like the look of the Enderman kit though in this Minecraft game. Yeah, that's, it's pretty that's nice. Cool. All I mean, it's largely like just black, with, with purple highlights, but it looks like the Enderman. The problem Minecraft, is, it, is it, the eyes look like nipples.
2: <laughs> That's what I thought, yeah. It looks wow. like he's yeah. got little slits in his t-shirt.
1: <laughs> yeah. i tell you what, though. Minecraft, not Minecraft football per se, but Minecraft, what a what a fucking game. Like I had such yeah. a good time playing Minecraft back in the day. I don't have time to dedicate to hacking away at like a thousand blocks on a night. I've got better things to do with my time. But if I was like 10 years old and I was introduced to Minecraft, you'd never see me again. Oh, yeah. I'd just and be it's gone. back
2: such like a... A trend of games we're like using that kind of block building design as well. Like I play Seven Days to Die quite a lot, mm. and that's based on the same kind of skeleton, if you like, of um, of Minecraft. Yeah.
0: What we it's, need to do um, mm. is do a stream of Minecraft where we just build like a massive fortress, just us and our um, the audience. Absolutely. If you remember, like, is how much fun we had just building. Yeah. We stopped playing, like, the story, and we just started building stuff. Yeah, like, I don't think I paid any screen. attention
1: to the story. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally down for that. I, like, Minecraft's so good. I'm completely novice seem, with Minecraft. It, it, you, there's not much to learn. Just avoid the zombies and the skeletons. You'll be all right. Yeah. And don't dig down. That's the one rule of Minecraft. Do not dig vertically down.
0: I, just, I mean, just going straight down. I was going to say, don't yeah. dig down, but you've got to dig somewhere.
2: It's one, Just dig dig up, Craft.
1: stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one, because you might get stuck. Two, you're probably going to hit a lava pocket and there's no way out. Yeah. Um, one
2: of
0: the la- yeah. Moving on. One of the last stories for the week. Um, Relic are looking to bring more real-time strategy games to the Game Pass, and one of the things that has been mentioned is Company of Heroes Free. Have you have got any experience with companies, that, company of heroes?
2: I have, yeah, because I'm a big RTS kind of fan. I thought you were um, going to
0: say yes. Actually, you probably, you probably mentioned it before.
2: Well, yeah, it's like I'm like all for this, like RTS yeah. games of the ones I like, I first started playing on PC, like God knows how many years ago now, and they've been like a bit of a slump. Like, there's a reason I still go back to like the original Red Alert and Command and Conquer's and Age of Empires mm-hmm. is because. That was such like a, a golden age of the of that game genre. And I don't think it's been replicated. And one of the nice things about Game Pass is that it can bring those types of titles back to the forefront mm. um for kind of a new generation of players. So yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. Like, what I should mention. More, I
0: what I should mention as well is um this is they're looking to bring games to the console version of Game Pass as well, not just the PC version.
2: Yeah. That's superb. I'm
1: That's all terrific. for this. So what's um what is Coming of Heroes then Robert? RTS, am I just picturing Age of Empires but in like wartime? Like World War like guns and tanks kind of play out? Uh, more or less, yeah. It's kinda like More Command and Conquer then. If you imagine a command enemies. and
2: conquer kind of dynamic with um like a a military skin
1: is, is what it is basically. Oh. But yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah it's I'm a, I'm always down for RTS. Like the fact that we're getting like Age of Empires on in like the cloud via XPass. XPass, X Pass. X Pass, fuck's X. Xbox game pass. Every time. That's what I get for coming up with the name. But either way, it was Richie's idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. RTS, give give me two. Just give me the three sixty part of Battle for Middle Earth two. It's what I want. If I can play a Battle for Middle Earth two through the cloud. Do yeah, it I mean, do it EA and the this... Tolkien is there who hates everyone. <laughs>
0: there's rumours of Warhammer forty K Dawn of War, which I remember playing and I remember oh, I that know, being an awesome well. game. Yeah. yeah.
2: See, there's so many titles like this that I just don't get the exposure that they need. That's which one
0: of the, the it's one of them things where although I think real time strategy games are always going to be better on PC, mm-hmm. but by putting them on consoles you do hit a bigger audience.
3: hmm
2: And and again Especially that's not that, to say there's not scope for the same to happen on like for like mouse and keyboard games, eventually, with it
1: with Game Pass. So, mm. we've never it's... got a RTS Marvel game yet. Weirdly enough, like no, no um, true. Star Wars Empire War, phenomenal work. game. I, I feel like you just like make the enemies like the Chitari and Thanos is like the big like in the campaign, I guess, and then just have that typical thing like you make <clears throat> like an Avengers campus. You give like your barracks for recruiting, like your mm-hmm. like, like your shield your, agents, your, your shield agents, yeah, yeah. and yeah, you've I suppose you got your but... You could
0: have Hydra, the Chitauri, yeah. like Ultimate mythology
1: as well, where you have your yeah. heroes. Yeah, and then that would like yeah, you, you summon them in, you call them, you you have I guess like a map of the like different planets. Like you could go all out space, you could go different dimensions if you like on the Doctor Strange campaign and stuff like that, and. Yeah, just the, it's crazy how like of all the massive IP, they've kind of all had some kind of RTS thing, but mm. Marvel just you no. Know, I guess get, what it
2: was was like Marvel didn't hit it big until RTS troop, as a troop. genre kind of died out yeah. in a way. But Give now they're they being,
0: being more experimental with the IP. Look at Midnight Suns has come out soon. Um, I think that that's a completely departure from what you'd expect a traditional Marvel game to be. That's true. But
1: Remember Populous, Rob. Oh, I love Populous Populous is yeah. so good
2: I can't find a good um, kind of PC emulation for it mm. um, but I've been searching for
1: it for a, a long time The Shamans Was it, it console only? The bishops wow, which wow, 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 everybody wow, wow. Yeah yeah
0: it Was a console only Populous?
1: Hmm? Um, I had on PlayStation
2: 1 so Yeah that's where I originally played it I assume it's a console game at some point but yeah. I can't find a
1: good Check good old it. games That's probably hmm? usually a good site for stuff like that Populous the beginning um, it was on PC. 1998. Bullfrog you know Productions. Published oh, by Bullfrog. EA. I think most of Bullfrog was by EA wasn't. Bullfrog
0: it? were really good at one point. Dungeon Keeper. That was Theme Bullfrog. Hospital? Theme Park. Theme Hospital. Yeah. Um uh, but you know what? ITS I would love to see. I mean it may never happen, but um Warcraft four. I want a Warcraft four. Because Warcraft 3 was Mm -hmm. such an amazing game. Yeah. And then World of Warcraft, yeah, it's a very different game to Warcraft 3. Yeah. But then they've just left this awesome game just to sit there.
1: I loved Warcraft 3, and that's what confused me so much about World of Warcraft, is it was like, (laughs) now I need to convince my parents to subscribe to a monthly plan, and it's nothing like the game I actually loved that came before it, and... It, I just, ne- it just never got into You're it. You're loads of online
2: abuse for some
1: reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got loads of abuse for playing the wrong character type. But, uh, yeah, RTS, I've got such a good soft spot for them. And I think the more console-slash-cloud equivalents we get, I- I'd love to see a resurgence, and that's why I'm looking forward to jumping into Dune Spice Wars, just to see how it how it translates. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, um, to round up the show, we've got a couple of games coming out this this week on Xbox, we have got Evil West is coming out November the twenty second. Wait,
1: can we just stop for a moment and talk about Evil West as well? Yeah, by all means. Have, have you seen how good this game looks? I don't think it's getting anywhere near the coverage it actually deserves, and it's it's a huge shame. Like if you just search for Evil West Trail now, it's essentially Doom meets. It'll be up right now. It'll be up right now for the for everyone viewing and watching at home. It's yeah, it's essentially Doom meets the Wild West. Okay. and but with with like undead so it's, it's like yeah red dead redemption meets doom essentially and the the character storyline. he looks a little bit like van helsing he's like cool yeah as shit. i'm liking
2: the art style
1: and yeah it looks gorgeous but it's it's not going on game pass it's like a fully purchasable game and i think it's coming out at this weird time where i don't feel like it's getting any love and i just think like from the trailers and the clips i've seen of it it seems right up my street so i'm thinking if i can get ragnarok off, this might be like my sleeper, like quickly get it in before Christmas purchase, but I just think it deserves more love from what I've seen. Oh, it. it looks cool. You know
0: what? It kind of reminds me of in some weird way, like The Order.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that, definitely. Yeah. I
2: love the tagline for it. It's like, evil never sleeps, but it bleeds. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is it, cool.
0: It seems like a game that knows exactly what it's about. It's not, It sounds like it's probably not going to take itself too seriously. Mm, yeah definitely yeah but definitely, sometimes that do. can be just great
1: fun some of the weapon upgrades look cool as well It just it's like it's a video game ass video game it knows exactly what's doing like it's going to be yeah. zany phone crazy villains wacky loadout like i think the guy has like electric fists at one point to fight them and it's it's just like but in a wild west scenario it just adds that different element to it which could be cool yeah yeah this looks cool yeah
0: um, moving on, we've got Saint Kotar comes out November the twenty second. By all means, just stop and talk about any of these games as we go. Oh, uh, I've never Dead, heard that one. <laughs> Dead Station November the twenty third. Finding the Soul Orb November the twenty third. Gungrave Gore um, November the twenty
1: third.
2: Uh, Richard, that's actually Gungrave G O
0: R E. If you, uh, my apologies. Yeah. Gungrave G O R E comes out November the twenty third.
1: What does it stand that- for? Gore. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there must be like a. Like, don't spell it phonetically for me. But, like, what. Like, is there something? I don't know. Like, what would, um, you, what would you think it stands for? Uh, Guns or raves experience?
0: Let us know in the comments
1: if you know. Is it Gun Grave or is it Gun Rave? Because that artwork makes it look gun like it's gu- just a Gun Rave. <laughs> Everyone's. <laughs> it's gun rave but gun
0: rave would be fun <laughs> gun um we have jelly brawl november the 23rd um we have su- super that's actually xbox that's xbox one as well <laughs> super rebellion um i thought for a minute there when i saw jelly brawl i thought i was like is that xbox series x only he's like <laughs> but no it's xbox one x enhanced um, Super Rebellion, November the 23rd, Primal Light, November the 24th, Legendary Heroes, November the 24th. There's a lot of just games here. Animal, animal you, Shelter.
2: You stopped right before <laughs> Animal I Shelter Simulator. Yeah. You swine. Why did you stop? <laughs>
0: I right. was scrolling as I read. Like, like right, Rob, talk about Animal Shelter.
1: Look at that dog. Like Of all the dog pictures they've got picked for this artwork. Is this by
0: Carson <laughs> Kelly? Yeah.
1: No, it's, it's not. No, not. <laughs>
2: It, it, it's broken down into a couple of um, options. So, save your save our four-legged friends. Clean them, protect them, take them for a walk, Uh, be careful, <laughs> and convince them.
0: Be careful in actual gameplay mechanic. Oh, wow.
2: Animals need a level head just as much as they need a loving heart. Remember that each resident of your shelter has a nature of its own. You don't want them, or yourself, getting hurt. So there's a bit of violence in this. Wow. And it's teen as well, so it's it's not like it's not universal. Okay. There you go.
0: Moving on, Run Sausage Run comes out November the twenty fifth.
2: <laughs>
1: what the hell? This is some shovelware <laughs> I shit. Knew right I knew that was going to go. Yeah, yeah. Run Sausage Run.
0: And to finish off the the list and the show, Robo Lifter comes out November the twenty fifth.
1: In the description for Robo Lifter, it starts off and it's blurred by saying a sci-fi soaky Banish puzzle game. What the hell is a soaky Banish puzzle game?
0: I have no any, idea.
1: Because I know sometimes in these like descriptions they like to use buzzwords. Using words I've never heard of before doesn't doesn't do it any benefit. Even so, Googling the word, it just comes back for showing results in Spanish. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought, <yeah>. And it's <laughs> right, not so helping I, me to what the actual word means.
0: When I've just no. Googled it and it goes do you mean showing out results for the word Spanish? I went, no, show me actually a like, um, Soaky <laughs> Banish. And it's only showing me things to do
3: with
2: RoboLifter. Yeah, this word <laughs> only exists when next to RoboLifter.
1: Yeah. A sci-fi Soaky Banish puzzle game where you, level by level, repair a spaceship. As the last working Lifter bot and the last hope of your companion, repair AI, help her to fix the damage and investigate what caused the critical shutdown. RoboLifter available November 25th. No thanks. I just I just,
0: <laughs> okay. I, just saw, I saw that I just saw an article that had soki banished in it in like in French for or maybe it's like a French word no it's an article for this bloody game. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: seems like a Japanese word. Soki banished like weird weird yeah. either way run sausage uh, run for me top pick for this week. <laughs>
0: but that's all we have time for this week if you like the video hit the like button subscribe to the channel or your podcast feed of choice with notifications switched on if you want to join the conversation even further we have a discord server the link is in the description below thank you very much for watching my name's been richie i've been chris
2: and i've been rob
0: we'll see you in the clouds
3: <laughs>